Good morning, everybody. It is day 20 in the Big Brother house. It's now 2025 and we are still on full lockdown in the UK. <laughs> I'm on my 100th Zoom quiz, my 200th loaf of banana bread. And um, yeah, still here. So we are in lockdown. This sucks big time. There's no other word for it. I'm an optimistic person and um, some days lately I wake up and I think, oh my God, I can't do this again. It's like Groundhog Day and I think we're just all sick of each other, aren't we? Whoever you're at home with, as much as you love them and as much as they love you, ooh, we weren't designed for uh, this lack of space, were we? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what your particular situations are we are all in different situations um but I am obviously trying to run the business at home I have video calls I have online sessions to do um my son needs to be homeschooled so there's that um and my husband is a teacher so he's teaching from home so you can imagine the chaos really um and I'm not saying it's it's easy. I mean, God, far from it. But I want to just share with you today some tips that I feel may help you, things that help me, things that have helped me. Um, I'm not saying it's going to change your life, but it might just make each day a little bit easier. Um, so I just want to start off by thanking everybody for the messages that I received after my last podcast, which was a very very um, confronting podcast to do. Wasn't really sure how it was going to go down at the time. Um, didn't really think many people were going to listen to it. And I'm still receiving messages now, um, halfway through January, from people that it's really affected, people that can resonate with it, people that didn't realise how bad it was. Um, so I'd like to thank everybody that's reached out to me and continues to support myself and Style by Susie and the team and yeah there's some wonderful people out there and it just you know that the bad ones are a small small minority um I know pretty much who all of them are and I just think it's about keeping on being positive keeping on doing stuff for the right people and the ones that keep you going so thank you for everybody who has supported me from that podcast. So, let's talk about lockdown. So, it's really hard to get up in the mornings, isn't it? I think the worst time for us to experience this type of lockdown is January, February. These months are really hard for us at the best of times, aren't they? And, um, being locked down is just so hard because I think all the things that would normally keep us going have been whether it's going for coffee with a friend whether it's even just doing a school run and having a whinge to your friend in the playground about how bad your morning was um all those little things that we kind of took for granted and that coupled with bad weather coupled with mud <laughs> doesn't make it very pleasant to go and walk anywhere um it's quite hard to get up in the mornings and something that I've been doing over the last not really that long probably three 
or four days is setting an alarm in the morning. Now, I can't believe I even am saying this because my son is eight and a half and he has always been an early riser. I mean, we're talking 5am. Um, and I never thought I'd see the day that I would have to set an alarm to get up because he's always been my alarm clock up until probably about a year ago. Um, but recently I've been setting an alarm for 5.30 in the morning. Um, I snooze it for 10 minutes. <laughs> and then by the time it gets to about quarter to six, I'm up. And um, I don't get up and get ready. I don't get up and put my makeup on. I get up, I put my dressing gown on, I have my cup of tea in the office and I start my work because firstly, I think I'm much more productive in the morning and it might be that you're the sort of person that is more productive in the evening, but I find I'm probably much more of a morning person. So my brain is firing on all cylinders. Um, so setting an alarm in the morning whether it is to do your work, whether it's even just to have 20 minutes to yourself, just to go and sit downstairs, have a hot cup of coffee with no one demanding anything of you, catch up on your phone, have a little scroll through, watch a bit of Netflix, whatever it is, read your book. Um, I think it's essential that you have that time to yourself. And I think there's something really nice in the morning about the fact that when it gets to say, 8.30 or quarter to nine around the time that my son needs to start homeschooling um that I already feel like I've had a productive morning so um I haven't just sort of sat around or you know scrolled on my phone and wasted loads of time so setting an alarm is quite brutal at this time of year when it's dark and it's cold but it really really does help and it gives you some sort of structure during the week and I think it it's quite good also because we have no um, difference between weeks and weekends at the moment. It's just time is continuous, isn't it? But I think setting your alarm early in the week means that at the weekend, don't set your alarm and then it feels more like a weekend. So again, you're differentiating between a week and a weekend. So number one, setting an alarm, that has helped me a lot. Um, secondly, something else that really helps is my friend, the organised mum, be your future friend. Make breakfasts and lunches at the start of the week. I mean, it's a lot of effort. So on a Sunday, last Sunday, I was pretty much just in between um, other stuff at home. In between that, I was in the kitchen cooking up a feast. So what I do on a Sunday, I make my breakfast for the week. So I mean, I'm such a cliche, but a banana, a banana bread, banana bread, very nice. Chuck loads of nuts and seeds in there, make it nice and healthy. Um, so I made that and then I've got breakfast sorted for the week. So all I need to do is go and cut my slice of banana bread and I can have it at my desk or I can just have it with my cup of tea just before homeschooling starts. Um, lunches, I made a big crustless quiche um, on Sunday. And again, just slice it up for the, for the lunches. I can have it. My husband can have it. I would say my son would have it, but he can spot a piece of onion from a mile away, so he won't touch it. But, you know, whatever it is you fancy, make it in advance, because the easier you can make your weeks, the better. And any time that you have, say, if your child is having their lunch or they are on a Zoom call, you can have those little snapshots of time where you sit down with a cup of coffee 
and a biscuit that you've made or you know a, a slice of loaf for your breakfast or something and you're not you're saving yourself time in the long run um and again it's just something that you don't have to think about so two that was make breakfast and lunches at the weekend three so we're moving more on to style now um makeup so something that people tend to think is that makeup takes ages in the morning I don't have time to put makeup on I don't have time to accessorize it really doesn't take that long I promise you not unless you're a YouTuber who is sat there with 25 different products which is very unlikely so even if you have no time select three products it could be a concealer a foundation and an eyelash curler it could be concealer and lipstick and that was two wasn't it concealer <laughs> lipstick and eyebrows whatever it is three products put them in your bathroom so they're easily accessible not in a you know um what's it called what's it called not busy in a what's it called what's the word messy in a messy makeup bag three products that's all you need. I guarantee, okay, you may know, you may see nobody, you may have no Zoom calls, you may not see anyone except Postman, but three makeup products, it's not for anybody else, it's for you. It's making that effort and it's maintaining that effort because don't forget, we will come out of this. I know it seems like we won't, but we will. And I think the more you can keep up a basic level of self-care, by choosing a nice outfit or popping on some makeup, you're going to find it much easier to transition back into normal life again and you won't sort of be starting from scratch. So makeup, three products only. Fourth is perfume. This was a tip that I got from Fiona, Fiona Davis, who I work with. She said she always puts perfume on. Um, Sarah, I think, said she puts it on before a Zoom call. And it's so true because I used to douse myself in perfume going to a personal shop or if I was going out for drinks with a friend or something um you don't really think about wearing it at home but again it's something that is it's something special it's something indulgent and I think it's again it's I mean a second isn't it to squirt yourself with some perfume um it's a little act of self-care so perfume number five color I was absolutely staggered by how many people joined in our rainbow challenge on Instagram the other day, the other week. Um, for those of you that don't know, we did a full week where you could tag us in your outfits and we had a different colour for each day. So one day was denim, one day was leopard print, one day was blue, green, yellow. And I mean, we thought that maybe four or five people might join in, but I could not believe the amount that did. And I think what... There are a couple of things that I took from that challenge. One was that the more the week went on, the more people we had joining in. And I think that was partly to do with them feeling brave to do it because they saw other people doing it. But I think, I do think that joy sparks joy. And I think when you see a bright colour, it does encourage you. It does make you feel happier. And I think it really encouraged people to look in their wardrobe. They didn't have to buy anything new. They were surprised by what they already had. 
And I think so many people look in their wardrobe and think, oh, I've got nothing to wear, all my stuff's old, or I've worn that before, and I feel rubbish in that. And actually, you could set yourself a challenge every week if you wanted to, like a personal challenge, or you could do it with your friends, um, where you just decide to wear something with a pattern, or the next day, something bright, or something sparkly. Because you'd be amazed at what you already have. And I think that was a, that was really fun about that challenge was it wasn't your typical Instagram challenge of let's see who's wearing the most high-end piece or the most fashionable piece. It was real basics that we already have. And so many people said to me how much positive they felt doing it and also that it gave them structure. It gave them that structure that every day they knew what to wear. And... There's a lot to be said for that. And you don't need a challenge to do that. You can set yourself that challenge for a week. So if if that is something that you struggle with in the morning is what to wear, give yourself a challenge. Give yourself a, you know, Monday, I'm going to wear this. Tuesday, I'm not going to put jeans on. I'm going to put a dress on. Wednesday, I'm going to have a loungewear day. And you can give yourself that structure. And again, I think the more the more you can control the small things, the easier life is at the moment, because there's so much that we've lost control of. We've lost, as I've said before, our basic human needs. A lot of us are feeling lonely, a lot of us are feeling disconnected. There's quite a um, negative feel out there online. Every, you know, there's a lot of us and them kind of thing, whether it's about politics, whether it's about vaccines, whether it's about, you know, I mean, there's so many things that you can get into arguments about at the moment. And I think a lot of that anger is from fear. And I think when you're fearful of something that sometimes comes out in anger and sometimes towards the wrong things. So the things that you can control are so important. And colour and what you wear is something really basic you, ha you can control and you don't even have to buy something new. Um, and that leads me nicely on to number six, which is accessories. So I love accessories. Um, as you know, I wear all sorts of accessories. I think my Kaz band is probably the most worn thing I've ever had. I mean, I've got my, uh, got my money's worth out of that. Um, Accessories are so important and they're so underused, they are undervalued and they are the one thing that I find is really lacking in a client's wardrobe. If I've ever done a wardrobe declutter, it's like, great, you've got all these lovely clothes, but where are the accessories? And they might have a collection of scarves that they've been gifted over the years. They don't want to throw it away because their friend gave it to them or their mum gave it to them. So they just have this, you know, usually a drawer full of bunched up scarves that have never been worn. Pashminas. Hands up who's got a pashmina <laughs> or five pashminas. Um, accessories. Do you know why I like accessories? They always fit. They will always fit you. Um, unless like me, I bought a choker once and it didn't fit my neck. <laughs> that was quite depressing. <laughs> but you can... You can choose the accessories that suit your personality. So don't like earrings, that's fine. Go for necklaces. Don't like headbands, go for scarves. You know, there's no kind of one size fits all with accessories. And the best, the best place for accessories at the moment is Etsy. So 
I really love supporting small businesses through this time. I think as much as I massively follow the high street and I support the high street, I think with accessories, you can really find some fantastically talented people out there. And Etsy is, is like, I imagine walking into this massive craft market, you know, the craft market of dreams, where there's something for everyone. If you like colourful, um, colourful big earrings with tassels, there's someone that sells those. If you like something more delicate, there's someone that sells that. You can find anything. So Etsy, use accessories, use them to your advantage, and you don't have to spend loads of money. They will jazz up the most dowdy of sweaters that you've had for years or the most bobbled jumper that you're so sick of wearing. Put a bright necklace on it and it will give it a new lease of life. Um, so that was number six. Number seven, I would say something that's really helped me during this time is reading. Um, I only ever used to read before I went to sleep, which was catastrophic because I'd read a page and then I'd get really sleepy and I'd fall asleep. So I would never get to the end of a book. When I used to commute to London um, in my old days, in my old days, in my old job, um, I'd get through books like anything. The Harry Potters, I, God, I would nearly miss my stop I got so into them. So reading is something I kind of fell out of the habit of doing. And I've really got into it. And I think you don't have to think of reading as in reading a big chunk of your book a day. Do like a challenge where you say to yourself, OK, today I'm going to read two pages of my book before the end of the day. And you'd be amazed. Once you read two, you'll find that you read four or six. Because the time that we spend sitting there eating our lunch or sitting there with a coffee, scrolling our phones... Um, you could be reading. And again, choose something that uplifts you, choose whatever is, you know, you're into at the moment. Um, yeah, reading. Basic, but it really, really helps distract your mind and gives you another focus. Um, number eight, walking. So I really wanted to walk during the week and I have such a brutal homeschool schedule that I don't, I don't tend to get out. And if you're the same, um, or if you can get out during the week, or if you want to get out of the weekends like I do, go for a walk, but make it, what's the word? Intentional, mindful, can't think what the word is. But I said this on my Instagram stories this morning, and it's quite effective. So I was, I had a really bad weekend. I just felt really down. Um, you know what it's like, it comes in waves. <clears throat> I went for a walk. And I felt down for probably half of the walk. But what I was doing, I was imagining all this negativity behind me, whether it's people, whether it's things that have been said, whether it's the news, whether it's the uncertainty, whatever it is that you find a particular stress in your life at the moment, imagine that you're walking far away from it. You know, almost like the analogy that uh, they're using... Um, I think it was, oh, what was it? Was it hypnotherapy I had years ago where they said about imagining in your rear view mirror are all the things you're leaving behind. And I find it really empowering to do that on a walk where you're walking further and further away and you can kind of power walk. And there's something really liberating about doing that. And think the more you're walking, the further you're walking, the further you're going towards the things that you want, the things you want to feel. 
And you can do that while listening to a podcast. You can do that while listening to music, whatever floats your boat. So walking, number eight. Nearly there, I promise. (laughs) Number nine um, is make your evenings different to the daytime. So something I was struggling with a couple of weeks ago was thinking, oh my God, this is just like, there is no difference between weekdays, weekends, evenings, mornings. It's just like one long, horrendous day. Um, But if you make your evenings different, so tidy all the toys away, if you've got kids, tidy all your work away, make it a really nice space in the evening, light some candles, diffuse some nice oils, have a bath, have like a nice sort of routine that you have in the evenings. And that could be the time that you choose to read two pages of your book. Um, And yeah, I, I just find that really helpful because I think it just splits up the day. I think the more you can think of your day in blocks, the more helpful it is rather than just thinking, oh my God, I've got to get through the whole day. And if you think of it like, right, morning, I'm going to do this and I've got my breakfast. Lunchtime, I've got this. And in the afternoon, we'll do this. In the evening, we'll do this. And it just breaks it up into bite-sized chunks. Chunks. (laughs) And lastly, drum roll. Number 10, skincare and an early night. That's a sneaky double one there. Um, So before you go to bed, Skincare, another act of self-care. Again, you don't have to go for anything pricey. I'm sure it was Victoria Beckham or someone of that status who said about clay masks being better than any type of really expensive mask. So you could get yourself like a really cheap clay mask. Obviously, don't do that every night of the week, but you could create some sort of skincare routine. So a double cleanse of your face, toner, moisturiser, bit of eye cream. And something, there's something about the massaging it into your face. There's something about, again, that caring for yourself that goes much deeper. Um, Yeah, and an early night, particularly during the week when you're setting your alarm in the mornings, get an early night. Sleep is so important for your brain. And also, if you're suffering with your skin at this time of year, I've had an almighty breakout over the last couple of days. Um, Probably a combination of stress and sitting in front of a heater all day. Um, Pop a fresh pillowcase every couple of days or every day. Um, You'd be amazed how many oils are on your pillow, your pillowcase. So from your hair, if you've got a bit of greasy hair or just generally where we sweat during the night yummy um you know if you're sleeping on that pillowcase night after night that is going to affect your skin and make it more dull so if you can give yourself a nice fresh pillowcase you're also probably more likely to sleep well and voila i have transformed your week um so yeah as i say i don't have all the answers i don't claim to have all the answers i'm certainly as up and down as anybody else at the moment um but They are things that I am finding really, really helpful because they are things that I can control. And amidst, 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 I don't know how you say that, around, (laughs) all the uncertainty, you can give yourself 
some certainty. So there are 10 things there to give you certainty. A recap. Number one, set an alarm. Number two, make breakfast and lunch at the weekend. Number three, three products of makeup. Four, perfume. Five, colour. Six, accessories. Seven, read your book. Eight, walk. Nine, make evening different to daytime. And 10, skincare and a fresh pillow. Da, 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 da. See, who needs a fancy self-help book when you've got me and my microphone on the most basic of podcasts? Um, yeah, let me know how you get on. Let me know which little tips, which little nuggets of information you've taken from that. Um, and yeah, I mean, we will get through it, won't we? And I know I keep banging on about it, but spring flowers, keep thinking about spring flowers. There's a tree that I stare at from my bed every morning. It's a massive, it's my favourite tree. I love an oak tree. Um, I love an oak tree. I love acorns, everything about them. They're my favourite tree. And um, I stare at one every day. It's right opposite my window. And it's really interesting watching, watching it change throughout the year. And I always find when I look at that tree at the moment, I think, God, that's depressing. There's nothing on it. You know, it's just twigs, twigs and branches, nothing on it. And I know that the minute I see those leaves appearing, things are getting better. And I think that's what we have to cling for at the moment, cling to at the moment. Um, we don't know anything bigger than that. We don't know when the schools are going back. We don't know when we can go on holiday. We don't know when we can hug our family. But we do know that the seasons change. And with a season change comes a slight lift in mood. And that's something really small and something very certain that you can cling to at the moment. So I had best swap out because now it's my husband's turn in the office. And I wish you all a lovely day. Mwah.